Welcome back to Portrait of an Editor. I'm Francis Lombard. Here's my sixth New York Comic Con 2022 interview. This time I caught up with Greg Lockhart about his editing work with James Tinian. We got a bit fanboy over Michael Avon Oming's work with James on Blue Book. We also discussed how an editor can help a creator avoid burnout, Greg's agenda for the con, and how he approaches pitching to editors. Enjoy. Greg, thank you for taking time out of Comic Con. Your crazy you. schedule. Happy to um, chat always. I think this is the third time we've talked. I think so. It's okay. So, our, well, first thing out of the most important thing, did have you seen any great uh, Aquaman uh, <laughs> cosplay? Because I know you're an no. Aquaman fan. I, I haven't really have. seen much. I'm surprised. I haven't seen <laughs> much. No, it's it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not, yeah, it's not Aquaman's year. This yeah, maybe it'll probably be next year after whenever that movie comes out. It'll probably move the date yet again. I think they have, so, but I don't know. I, I was, uh, you know, the, I don't know what you thought about the Aquaman movie. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's fun. It's got like the a most different, important. Yeah. Got stuff out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> now they can have real fun. Yeah, he's a hard one to film without, like, he's more of a cartoon in my head anyway. And so. you. That HBO cartoon we talked yeah. about briefly yes. last time we talked. That was yeah. just like, where the hell did this come from? Yeah, yeah it was bonkers. <laughs> that was good. That was fun. So uh, you're here at New York Comic Con. You're you had a, a signing at Comicsology for your book. Yes. yes. Yeah, so, yeah. but you also are an editor. So, um, shoot, who? Who was here that you were like you're editing? I I know when I saw you on Thursday, I'm like, oh, Greg's here for because so you're oh. covering. Um, Do you have a Jeff? Uh, Jeff Lemire. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's has, he has. He's uh, not here today. He's not here. Um, but yeah, he's got Little Monsters with with uh, Dustin Nguyen from Image and uh, the the Bone Orchard Mythos with Andrea Sorrentino. Yeah, which is their horror series of graphic novels and miniseries, and uh, a third unannounced book uh, that's coming out next spring. Oh, okay. Yep, and then James Tinian, I'm editing his stuff first. Yeah, stuff. James is the person I was saying. Mm, yeah, you yeah, were talking yeah. to James. Yep. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's because you were editing. You're working on the Substack. Yes. We were yeah, talking to that like finally this, a lot. Yep, the, the newsletter and like and helping him with the social media aspect. And um, yeah, the books. He's doing Blue Book with uh, Michael having Oming. Yeah, that and, looks uh, great. It's, yeah, oh, it's so fun. It's, um, yeah, to work, I've been a fan since Powers and. He's such a sweetheart. It's a real joy. I think um, he's been like knocking it out of the park. His Dick Tracy series that he did for IDW, yeah. which we talked about. I talked with him about it. Oh, good. Uh, well, he and his wife they both working together. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. Yeah. And he yeah, yeah. seemed to really love the character, and you know everything he did. Young Animal with Cave Carson. Yeah. I thought was just. I don't know. I, I he, people aren't paying attention to what he's doing. And how he's just knocking it out of the park. And Blue Book, you know, just with the color scheme and just the approach and just drawing people, you know, real people, is just, I think the, the guy, I don't know, I don't think enough eyeballs get attention. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't see no. sales numbers. You know? No, I mean, this. Uh, the, I think he's, he, he's just a, a quality, you know, expert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the sale, we won't know the sales numbers till um, it's in print, but. Uh, yeah, I think he's one of those solid artists that just delivers so consistently that I, I think sometimes, yeah, readers uh, take it for granted. You know, nah. there's that, that, that's a class of artists, I think, that sometimes, like, they, they just 
they function at such a high level at a certain point that if you know they're not on Batman or they're not you know they're not the hot creator own book. Um, yeah, sometimes I think they fly under the radar, but yeah, he he, he never misses. Yeah, I mean, how do you edit somebody like that? Do you just sort of let him do his thing and make yeah. sure he delivers the pages on time and in the right format? Yeah, basically. Yeah, you say <laughs> it makes thank your you. life easy. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a dream. Yeah, Get him paid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you make sure. I mean, and then those artists too, though. You but you also um, take time to look at it and to give feedback that. I think you could skip over, you know, with someone that who's been working in the industry for longer than I have, and is a talented artist. That I, I can't teach him anything, but you can be a first reader and a really close reader, and I think that um, is appreciated usually. Yeah. So, um, so how is the Substack going? I it had this big flourish, and James mm -hmm. definitely seemed to have it to you know have a plan. Yep. Yeah. And when we last talked. We talked about it, but the plan was still being shaped, and you were just really getting everything up and running. Yeah. It's been a bunch of months, so six months, maybe more. Yeah, we launched a things. year, and like 14 months ago, I think oh, okay. it was like August. So um, it's been almost a year since yeah. we talked. Yeah. yeah, so year two has started, and, and we're just continuing uh, with Blue Book. James is writing, and as we said, Michael's drawing. Um, uh, James helped co-create and is... Uh, Publishing another book within that uh, substack called The Oddly Pedestrian Life of Christopher Chaos. <laughs> it's got like a vertigo, but like YA feel. Um, Tate Bromble is writing it and co-creating it. And uh, Isaac Goodhart is illustrating it. Um, and that's running within the series, uh, the substack, uh, right now digitally. And then, you know, hopefully coming to print next year. And, uh, yeah, we did The Closet, yep. which your listeners can't see, but I'm, I'm nerdy and wearing the t-shirt from right now. Uh, I love that book. Uh, it was horror, but kind of like more um, uh, old school, psychological horror. Uh, with a nice like sci-fi comic book twist to it. But, um, yeah, that, that was with Gavin Fullerton, who's a co-creator, uh, with James. Uh, and, yeah, another highlight of my editorial career. Um, and yeah, we're just, yeah, stuff like that, um, it's still going, um, yeah, the, the numbers, I don't, I know the numbers of subscribers, but, um, yeah, everyone's really happy. One thing we were talking about last time was about trying to, you know, James has got books at Boom, yep. that he's got ongoing, yeah. um, he's got, he was wrapping up Marvel's, I mean, DC stuff, Yes. and then he's got this, and he's got an image, a couple image book, or at least one image book, one with Barbara book Drew. With, so I think some more in the pipeline. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how, I mean, how do you, like, share time with other editors? Has that changed? Because we were talking yeah. about, you know, the, the, he's cranking out a lot. Yeah. So, um, you know, his time is, you know, how do you... We did, I, don't know, I, I hope this is not telling tales, but we did have a summit. Um, Eric uh, from Boom came out to Eric Brooklyn. Hardman, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, Steve Fox, uh, who's... Uh, James's editor on Department of Truth and his other image books that are forthcoming. Uh, and I and James all sat down uh, like last July, like I think right before we launched, if I'm remembering correctly. And yeah, we tried, the idea was uh, like I'll be the center of information because I'm a little bit maybe more controlling and OCD about that sort of stuff. <laughs> uh, and we tried it, we tried to do like a group character, like just so we knew when each other would 
need things because it is hard if you're not all like in the DCU or in Marvel it's hard to keep that information straight between three yeah. separate editors yeah um, but it, it 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 hasn't that part kind of fell apart <laughs> but um, it, it's working you know James is producing more and more and uh yeah, I check in and I make sure he's sleeping and um, and leaving the the desk. But uh, yeah, there's not like an we tried to create something more organized, but without a centralized office, it's kind of tricky. Is it basically? I mean, is he sort of an obsessive? That's something we've never really talked about. Like, in a, uh, for la I mean, these are probably really the wrong terms, but somebody who's a bit compulsive on getting work done. You know, and generates a lot of work either because of how his work habits or his day scheduled and just the creativity flows where, but how do, how do you look out for, you know, his health, you know, on yeah. mental and physical at times? Because he's talked about it, he had COVID at one point yeah. when he was launching the Substack, and but he, yeah, yeah, I think he talks about going on swimming at times. So, you know, he looks like he's like looking out, but I've already, we've talked about a number of times about Editors staying healthy, creators staying healthy, mm -hmm. when to push away. I mean, how are you looking out for him? Because, you know, it's important that all these books may, you know, get going. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because you have to remember, like, that, that that's the important stuff, right? Like, it's, yeah, and, yeah. Like, I, I, I think Will always says it, like, we're not curing cancer. <laughs> you know, like, we, they are, they're important books, and... You know, James is very good about being respectful of his co-creator's time. That's it, artists, because, yeah. Yeah, the artists really are doing a, a lot of physical labor, and their deadlines are, are usually harder to hit. So, yeah, I think, yeah, we, we, we can all be better, too. I think he knows that, but I think he was given a lot of opportunities that he had to capitalize on, and is capitalizing on really well. So, and avoiding burnout. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he's aware of it. I mean, yeah, we talk about it. We're friends, so we do meet in person, and there's check-ins. You know, you're not just... It, it, uh, a lot of my job usually is, is like, talking <laughs> or emailing, and you're not just emailing, where is this... You know, like, that's just not my style. <laughs> so, yeah, you're all, I'm always aware of, like, hopefully, how people are feeling and uh, or asking. You know, people yeah. like to be asked that stuff. It's, it's just, not always second nature because you're worried about that things are running hot and, you know, the book is the priority on some level. But, like, yeah, if, if, if anyone gets burnt out, you, or, you know, like, uh, yeah, if, if I had some, like, important conversations with people, like, letterers or poets, too, you have to be really aware. Because they're at the end of the deadlines, and we've talked about it a couple times. Yes. They're at the end of the deadlines, so they have, feel a lot of pressure because they're, you know, if deadlines get blown up front, okay, but now you only have three days to do this or two days to do this. Yeah. Yeah, and that's physically taxing too. Yeah. And it's not a disrespect thing. Like it's never intentional. It's never, I don't think it's ever intentional, but yeah, they, they get the, they, yeah, they get the, the short end of the stick a lot. You know, and I think those people too, I sometimes feel interchangeable or feel like they're not an uh, important part of the team. So I think making them feel like it uh, is also important. Yeah. Now, you're here as an editor and also as a writer. What was your agenda for New York Maybe Comic Con 2022? <laughs> like a good you say freelance that last year. <laughs> um, begging for work. Begging for work. No, um, yeah, my agenda, it was like, good to see people. A lot of uh, uh, creators that were not available to come last year. You know, New York is a good show to see the European, like the Spaniards and the Italians and the Brits. Um, so it was good to have to see a lot of familiar faces. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, just taking meetings and um, yeah, for yeah, generating like 20, 23, 24 work. Mm -hmm. I, I, like, like, knock on wood, I am not begging. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, we could, yeah. We There's could, still two more days left. <laughs> I could look at my email at the end of this interview and there could be bad news, so you never know with comic books. Um, but yeah, yeah, knock on wood, I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of editorial work right now, so I've been, like, very uh, cautious with what I'm saying yes to. So with the cons, let's say, I mean, being here, it seems like there was never COVID. I mean, Saturday, I took a picture, just yeah. walked, trying to meet up with you. Oh, your place is packed. Yeah. It is out of control. Yeah. It's like COVID never happened. Yeah. Um, do you feel that when the cons got shut down for that two years and everything, even though the industry did bounce back right, really well, yeah. that maybe your job of finding jobs got a little more difficult for a period? Um, because you didn't have the opportunity to network and get FaceTime? No, knock on wood, it didn't affect me. Oh, okay. I actually, because, I mean, Jeff Lemire and James came to me during like, a peak of the, of the pandemic. Uh, mm -hmm. and so that was more work than I, I had expected. You know, so that, that, that fell into my lap very luckily. Um, so for me, it has been more about, like, I'm more of a, like a socially anxious extrovert. I would say. So for me, it was like the lack of human contact and yeah, my mental health, maybe. The, the isolation was rough. No, okay. So as, as careful as I was uh, and try to be, um, yeah, like uh, that, I was missing more of the that part. The networking, I think this day and age, a lot of it happens outside of the conventions. Yeah, okay. I mean, it does, I mean, it's still, you know, uh, I did that Pride, the DC Pride anthology story last summer as a writer, um, and yeah, like, see, like meeting Andrea Shea here, like, helped that happen, so. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, and I don't, yeah, that's a good, I, I obviously don't know the answer, but I, I was lucky in the pandemic to just get work digitally. So how did that, how did that come about? Because um, you were saying you did it, was it already in motion when it before? was not? No, so I was, it was, I was bumped into her. Yeah, I was completely surprised by it. I had worked at DC, yep. um, in house as an editorial assistant and an associate, and, a, and in talent relations. And um, yeah, we met, and I just thought we were meeting as like alum and a current employee. You know, like uh, we have, we share a lot of her boss is one of my good friends, and. Um, yeah, I really just thought it was like a, a meetup, just to hang, like away from maybe some of her more important meetings. <laughs> so yeah, I was very, but yeah, it, it felt really good because I was a part of like the out at DC group, which was the uh, LGBTQIA group within Warner Brothers, and um, yeah, it was a really, really, really special moment. What did you think think of writing the book? I mean, writing that short story. Uh, How, man, was superheroes it? are so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was doing the wrong thing at Vertigo. <laughs> what did I miss? Um, no, because yeah, you wrote a, a, a little a short story for the Ray. Yeah, the Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was it was very like um, I, I got to play with this very specific box of toys. You know, Steve Orlando did a run on Justice League, um, and and it was a fun like grouping. And it, yeah, it felt like being uh, it felt like reading like Justice League International again with Giffen. You know, like made this like it was very that kind of fun writing about a group of friends, so if you can't have fun doing that, <laughs> you might have bigger issues. <laughs> Is there a third book planned? Is it for next year? 
Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I wish I knew. No, I, they, I, it's, they've done I, two, yeah. two, yeah, it's two so yeah, far. Yeah, I haven't had a, I haven't seen, I'll find out for you. Yeah. <laughs> You might want to reach out see if there's any writing assignments. Yeah, no, that that I would like. I, they have been good about. Uh, they also rotate a lot of people. Rotating, and they've, yeah. been, they've been good about diversifying like that and representing a lot of different creators at like a lot of different stages of their careers. So I actually wouldn't want if there is one next year. I would, I wouldn't. I would help them recruit people and mm-hmm. give them names, but. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to, to just read that Some as a fan. Different voices. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else is, I mean, here where you said you're looking for, you know, <laughs> begging for work, <laughs> but is there something, you know, the writing hat that you have on, were you doing anything here for your writing, moving stuff, you know, you had a signing, you have books coming out of comicsology yep. and stuff, but were you doing anything about moving that, those chains forward? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Comicsology has been amazing as an editor and as a writer. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've let me now do two books that I don't think many other publishers would have said yes to. So, yeah, I, I definitely have pitches for them for a third and fourth and fifth book. Uh, and, yeah, and then um, uh, also, much like James, as you mentioned, like diversifying uh, who I'm writing for and trying to talk to uh, Image and ITW's, like, uh, doing an originals line, too. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I have some... A bunch of pitches that are, are kind of going different places. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. It'll be fun to see like who the books. Because you, as a writer, think you're pitching an editor based on what they like and stuff, and it's always interesting to get their feedback on how you're doing with that and what they like connect to. How does helping being an editor, starting out as an editor, but now you seem to be shifting towards writing or having a balance? But I mean, I mean to lead, go follow up on that question. I mean, what you just said is like, how do you con- uh, put your pitches together? Are you do you research your editor? Do you tr- stop and think about oh, what have I heard about this person? Uh, you know, throughout the years, and then, or even the company and how that company, you know, how how does editing inform setting up projects as a writer for you? Um. That's a good question. I think I, yeah, um, you know, the story should come first, and like that development, you know, getting getting enough of it down, and it, it has to be something that you're excited about first. So you can't be writing to an editor. I think that would get, um, I think that would be false really quickly. Yeah, it has the potential to at least, and then. Uh, yeah, so I think, think, but it has helped me, yeah, knowing that the, the editor is a human on the other end of the email, and yeah, you want something that they will connect with, so that maybe you're not sending them every idea, or maybe you know, uh, you know, like, you wouldn't want to pigeonhole someone, because you wouldn't want, like, you don't want to, everyone should be sending Will 100 bullets, and, and, uh, Scalp. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly, right, right. Will doesn't need another scalp. So, um, yeah, you can't, I, I don't think you can overthink it either, but just, yeah, knowing that there's like a human with their, their specific style, aesthetics, taste, likes, dislikes, uh, it helps. Is there something you include your, in your pitches that you learned as an editor that you wish you heard every time somebody pitched you? 
you know, it's like that one thing is missing all the time in my pitches. This is how I, you know, if I could grab this right, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I might be beating a dead horse, but I was just wondering, as an editor, did you learn something like, I need to include that? Like, the one thing I was told by an executive, even if you don't have it written down, know the flavor of ice cream your character likes. Oh, just so you have, okay. you've gone that far deep yeah. in the construction of that world and characters, yeah, you know. And it's so I don't know if you've ever, like, what thing you were always missing in a pitch, or, or you only got in a pitch that that you moved forward in. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's you know case no, by case too. Yeah, it's a great question. I, unfortunately, I don't get pitched that often anymore. Well, when you're, when you're pitching, to oh myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I. I I, it's not always recommended, but in the absence of art or an actual co-creator, I'll I'll, um, I'll include visuals, whether it's like a mood board or maybe one specific photo of Robert Redford in a cowboy outfit that sold your pony. Um, I, I, I like I like to give a flavor or an energy of like the visual. so yeah because I, I pitched I pitched a couple things that. Um, without a co-creator attached to them. And so I do like to have like a more, it's because it's exciting, you know, it's complicated. The art is the most excitement is, so. It is a visual medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the absence of that, you know, taking, showing what I'm looking at, what I'm excited about, what influenced the pitch, I've, I've been doing that a little bit. Is there anything else with two days left, a day and a half left that you're looking forward to achieving at the con? Uh, seeing as much as many like friends and colleagues in Artist Alley as possible. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just like yeah, saying hi and, and giving safe hugs and um, avoiding the main floor. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. And hopefully, knock on wood. Yeah, escaping uh, with our health intact. Yes. Well, Greg, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for I'll let you go. Time. Yeah, I appreciate this.